Best Advice Show, where usually on every episode, Zach Rosen invites on a new guest to offer one nugget of advice. Uh, but my name is Lauren Passell. Um, I am the person who submitted the shower belly advice. You might remember that. And I'm a longtime listener of the Best Advice Show. And I cannot believe that nobody has ever asked Zach after listening and collecting all of this great advice. Zach, what is your advice? And so I emailed him the other day and I said, Zach, we need to hear your best advice. So I'm putting him in the guest seat. Zach, it's your turn. <laughs> it's your turn to share. Wow. I think people have asked me what my advice is, but no one had the chutzpah or wherewithal to ask to host an episode to get the advice out of me. So I really appreciate you doing this, Lauren. Um, the people want to know. <laughs> well, you can, you can judge. After. Wait, do people, do people want your advice often when you're out? Cause they're like, Oh, Zach, the, the best advice guy. Um, that's a good question. No, I don't think they're opposed to it. Um, but they're not like, Oh, you, they're, they're not looking, looking to me for, for my own advice. Um, at least explicitly, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not being asked for my advice, um, though I am so frequently just in conversation with people, offering advice from the show that has been given to me. Like, oh, there was this person that I talked to the other day who said this. So I, I, I feel like I am a, a jukebox for the advice that I've collected. Um, but my own advice is, I mean, I, I, it's been Lauren. What is it? Four hundred and seventy something episodes. It's not like I've been holding back. It's not like, oh, I have all this advice and one day I'm going to unleash it. It's like, I, you know, the nature part, I think one of the like fundamental parts about the show is that I feel like I really don't have much advice, but I'm very interested in hearing other people. So I haven't been holding out and I had to like think kind of hard when you asked me what, what my advice is, but I, I do have something. Wait, I, can I ask you something else before we get started? What have you ever like disagreed with anyone's advice? There have been interviews that I've done that have rubbed me the wrong way of a very small handful um, that I didn't run. They were either mm. just not compelling or not succinct or not interesting to me or not like soulful in the way that I like. But um, the everything that I've put on the show whether or not like I practice it, like I do practice some of the advice that I've been given. I can't practice all of it. Um, but I endorse it all insofar as I think it could work for someone. I don't put it on unless I think it could be helpful to someone. So it's definitely through a Zach filter. Yeah, and I think totally. you're very good at like, I think you're very, sometimes someone will give advice and they think it is this one thing. And then you find that it's something else too. Do you know what I mean? I like that. Like you're like, it's almost like you're an advice therapist or something. Like, it's like someone will be like, this is what I do to make my life happier or to, you know, push myself in this way. And, and you kind of open it up a little bit far. You push it a little bit farther. I try to. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Like we only know ourselves 
so well. I think we, I, I've been realizing we, I have so many blind spots and I see myself in, in a way that other people don't. And when people tell me how they actually see me, I find that very helpful when they like affirm something or observe something from a different angle that I had never noticed before. I find that so helpful because it's like giving me a fuller picture of who I am in the world. And so if I can hear someone's advice and be like, oh, I wonder if it's like, you know, you're doing that for this reason or this speaks to a greater, you know, thing about this. I I find that exciting. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's like you're translating it back to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe something they haven't really examined. Right. They've just always done it or something. Yep. Yep. Which you might have some opinions about my advice. Like, I, I'm not sure why. I'm doing it. I think it's it's helpful in the moment, but yeah, I think that's a good point. What you just said, like we don't even necessarily know why we do the things we do. We do them because it's like we have some survival instinct, and that thing helps us right. survive. But we might not know why. And that is why the show is so amazing. Oh. Do do your friends? Are you like the friend in your group that people go to to like ask people? Do people ask you stuff all the time? Like your friends. Like I should, what should I do in this situation? I, f- I feel like I'm decent. I'm pretty good. I'm a pretty good confidey. I try to make myself available. I think that's like more, more of it than like being like the wise one. It's just like, I, I try to like be there as best as I can, which I think is the first step. So yeah, I do think I am a pretty good uh, source of, of comfort for, for friends. I think you are too. You just gave me advice before we started recording. So I, I, I come to you. Well, we should do this more often and you can give me personal advice. Anytime. Um, but, but what is your best advice for all of us to hear? Do you ever go to the grocery store and there are like the people standing out front with the clipboards and they are trying to make eye contact with you so you will stop and hear the thing that they are trying to sell you on, like whether it's like Oxfam or the ACLU or any number of like wonderful organizations, nonprofits, NGOs, they want to get your donation. You know, those people. Yeah. I I'm from the Midwest, so I'm familiar with the grocery store situation Mm -hmm. scenario, but now I live in New York city and they, they're just everywhere. They don't limit themselves to grocery stores, parking lots, and it's really, ah, uh, yeah, it's because it's, it's like the way they say it too. It's like, do you care about women's reproductive <laughs> rights? It's like it, it may, it make, it makes, it makes you feel bad. It's hard. Yeah, it makes you look bad. Yeah, if you it's ignore them, it makes no you look win. bad, right? Right, right, right. And and feel bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my advice has to do with these encounters where you just aren't in the mood that day to have this interaction you have put your money somewhere else some other organization that you care about you just don't want to get kind of caught in this back and forth and hear the hear the story of this organization as righteous as that organization might be and so what i do and i think this might be because i am passive in some way and a people pleaser in some way if i see them before they see me, what I'll do, Lauren, is I take my phone out and just pretend to be having a conversation with a friend. And so they're not going to come and interrupt my conversation because they have tact 
and I'm not going to have to stop and do hear the spiel because I'm on the phone. And so I did this the other day, feeling kind of guilty that I'm kind of having this this performative <laughs> conversation with no one. But I did it, and it worked very well. It always works. I walked in the store past this person who's an Oxfam America person. I walked past them. And instead of just putting my phone away, once I got into the grocery store, I just kept talking to myself. I didn't think about why or how, but I just kept talking to myself. And I found like, oh, this is kind of nice. I'm just having like a check-in with myself, which you can do without having a fake conversation. But the act of actually talking out loud and then like having imagined questions fired back at me, just in the middle of like a work day when, you know, I check in with my wife a lot. I check in with friends throughout the day sometimes. But for whatever reason, like it was nice not to actually be talking to someone, but just to be talking to myself and to have the kind of, uh, you know, facade of the phone to where I'm literally having a conversation with myself in the middle of the grocery store. But because I have the phone to my ear, it didn't seem so nutty. And so I had like a two minute check in with myself and I felt I felt better after. I think the thing that I'm trying to do is like just make it sound like a a normal phone call. The voice on the other end is is also me just saying like, how you doing, Zach? What's going on yeah. with you today? Yeah. What do you need right now? What why do you think you feel like this? Um, and so it's just like a little gentle back and forth between me and me. But yours is also an exercise in that thing that we all know we should do that I think a lot of us don't do is treating yourself like you would treat a friend as nicely as you would treat your friend. What you just said reminds me of one of my favorite episodes from the show. When people ask me, like, what's the advice that you actually follow the most? It's the one from this person, Lauren Helmbrecht, very early on. She called the hotline and said, treat yourself like like you treat your best friend. I wouldn't feel comfortable telling my best friend you're an idiot for leaving your lunch at home. So why do we feel comfortable saying those things to ourselves? Yeah. I didn't think about this um, exercise that I'm describing as an embodiment of that, but it totally is. It's like check in on your friend, your friend, Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Ask him what you want to, what you want to hear. Um, Yeah. Um, Do people, approach you a lot absolutely yes why i mean i think i know why but why do you think that is Mm. i think i'm i think i make eye contact with people um which is one of this is like taking out your phone in front of the ngo person is like a prime example of like i know i'm gonna make eye contact with them so you better have some other thing going on or else you're going to start talking to them but yeah i mean people ask me for money all the time people come up to me at gas stations yeah i am i am that person for sure yeah for better for worse i think you also just i I don't know you look like a nice guy do people tell you that all the time thank you like and also you just have obviously this show you just give off you have vibes like this is you know and yeah your whole i mean this show does a lot, but it's really trying to help people with their the advice for themselves and for others, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that must be part of the vibes you're giving off. So I can see that people would feel that when they saw you. Yeah. Like, oh, this is because they they're on a mission, right? Yep. They got to get the low hanging fruit. Yep. Oh, right. I am totally just I'm not even like hanging on the vine anymore. I'm just like on the ground. 
<laughs> just like a bruised tomato. Um, uh, yeah, that's right. And I think, yeah, this is, you're helping me understand another aspect of why I'm doing this. It's, it's self-protection. Out in the world, I, I like to be exposed. I like to expose myself. I like to talk to people, but not all the time. And when I'm not feeling like that, when I'm not feeling like talking to strangers, which is so often wonderful, but sometimes I just want to go and get my tomato paste and go home. Well, thank you for this advice. I'm sure you have more. So maybe we can do this again, or you can ask another one of your fans to interview you. Let's check in in another 470-something episodes. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to mark it on my calendar. <laughs> I am so touched that you asked me to do this and that you asked to to put me in the in the guest chair today it really does mean a lot i can't believe i got to do this thank you for letting me do it thank you and i'll i'll be hearing your voice soon but invite me anytime back when you have more advice and want to tell everybody about it oh i will thanks for listening to the best advice show if you're like me and you love the show please leave zach a rating or review on apple podcasts or spotify 